together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 10 from verse 9 to verse 18. Brethren, if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you confess and you proclaim, those are two powerful words. The first one is if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and you proclaim or you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It seems to me that in this chapter, in this story, St. Paul says, what is it or what are the two necessary requirements for one to be saved? The first one is a proclamation, the confession of one's faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is crucial. Do I believe in God? And you know, every time at Mass, especially on weekends, we have the, the proclamation of our faith. Either it be the Nicene Creed or it be the Apostles' Creed. But I say, I believe in God the Father, the Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in God. What does that mean? I stand before Him as the one who has great allegiance towards him. I submit myself, my will, my everything to God. I honor him as my Lord and God. I take him as the supreme being. I believe that he is the God, the Lord of the universe, that in him all things hold together, that he is the beginning, the end, the alpha, the omega, the same who was yesterday, who is today, who is to come in the future. I believe that all that I am, all that I have, finds its meaning, its true meaning in God. And so when St. Paul says in verse 9, if you confess with your lips, that Jesus is Lord. So the first part has to do with the proclamation of the word of God. Go to uh, the gospel of Matthew, the end of that gospel, the greatest commission. Go out, therefore, proclaim the good news, confess the good news, preach the good news. Go to the opening, opening gospel in Luke chapter 4. When Jesus goes into the synagogue and is given a scroll to read, and he says, For the Spirit of the Lord has been poured upon me. He has sent me to bring good news to the poor. He has asked me to bring liberty to those who are captives. He has asked me to set prisoners free, the blind to see, the lame to walk. The year of the Lord, the year of favor. So what is it that the Lord asks of us? Go to Micah chapter 6 verse 8. What does the Lord ask of you, O Israel? To act justly, 
to walk humbly with your God and to act with great love and with great tenderness. Those are the only things that the Lord asks of us. You shall love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your being, and you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. That is at the gist of the teachings of Jesus Christ. So what does it mean to proclaim the good news? What does it mean to proclaim that Jesus is Lord? It means I believe not only do I proclaim it in my words, but I live it out. They are Christ-like attitudes. To love the poor, to care for the widowed and the orphan, to bring a year of favor. When I was hungry, when I was lonely, when I was in a hospital, when I was sick, when I was thirsty, when I was naked, when people laughed at me, where was I for Jesus? If I can answer all those in affirmation that here I am, Lord, I'm coming to do your will, then I can say I'm proclaiming and I'm confessing not only with my lips, but with my action that Jesus is the Lord. He is the Lord of the universe. He is the Lord in whom all things hold together. Though he was in the form of God, he did not count his equality with God to be something to be fought about. He didn't hold on to it as in fighting with God. No, he humbled himself, taking the form of a slave, of a slave, of a servant, and becoming like us in all things but sin. And so when today St. Paul says to us, in order for us to be saved, we need to proclaim. St. Francis says, preach at all times, but only when necessary, use words. Automatically, what does that imply? It means my way of life should be the proclamation of the word of God. My way of life should be confessing that I believe in God. What does it mean for me at work? It means I treat people applying the golden rule, do unto others what you will want them to do to you. Treat people with gentleness, with kindness. Treat them like ladies and gentlemen, not because they themselves are gentle, but because you yourself are gentle. Treat them with respect, not because they deserve it, not because they've done it, but because you can see in them the image of God. Am I able to see the image of God in my colleagues, those I work with, those I associate with, those I live with? Am I able to show and to share the love of Christ even when I feel that I'm being destroyed, I'm depleted, and I'm out and about? Can I utter the words of Christ, Father, forgive them, they know not that which they do. Can I go out and love those, whether Greeks or Gentiles, slave or free, male or female, rich or poor? Can I be like Christ who says, I came not for the wealthy, I came not for the well, but I came for the sick. Can I go out and love and minister to all, knowing that they are made in an image 
and likeness of God. The second aspect to believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Do I believe that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead? Once again, we go to the creed. I believe in the resurrection of the body and life of the world to come. I believe in the resurrection. St. Paul says, without the resurrection, we can never have the Christian story. And so the Christian story, the Jesus story, in itself, as one of its pillars, is the resurrection. And so I believe that Jesus rose from the dead. I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and inasmuch as he rose from the dead, he will raise us up into new life. I believe that the last enemy that Jesus needed to conquer was death. And so in him, I am a new creation. In God, new things have been formed. I find my new purpose. My life in God is fulfilled. And so Paul says to us this morning, if you want to believe in God, if you want to be saved, confess him as the Lord and your God, then believe that he's not only the Lord your God, he was raised from the dead. What is it that lies at the core of the resurrection? At the core of the resurrection lies the principle that this too shall pass. That whatever difficulties you are going through, whatever is happening in your life, God will see through it all. The Virgin Mother of God will continue to pray with us and for us. And may Almighty God, the one who knows everything about you, about us, who loves you despite everything, may he bless, protect, guide, and lead us to himself. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.